Hey guys, this is King Cook. I am back, and I am joined today by Gray Crow. Say hello. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. How's it going? Damn, bitch, you look good. Just walked into my house and didn't see me here. That's... I didn't. This is your house? Wait, where am I? You know what? I'm this just, is your house? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Oh, I see, I see the piss bucket in the corner. Yeah, this is your yeah, house. Yeah. You know, since you're here, you might as well take a seat. I'm bored. Let's, let's I, talk. I will sit on the piss bucket. All right, there you do go. that. Um, so I heard you make music. Oh, you know, let's not start there. Let's start with how we No, met. let's start there. Okay, let's start let's, there. Let's, you let's you start brought it up. You, right, let's go full let's throttle. No break. Right All there. gas. I cut the brake lines. Let's get into it. Um, had a bad fall from a bad shit. Still falling, but I don't give a shit. And when I pass on the graveyards, rip. Don't bother praying, keep your mouth shut, zip. Trench coat, white snow. Lined up upon the tabletops down low. Get it, say snow, dry, wall, good blow. Another hit to make the mind slow down, whoa. Whoa. I'm a fucked up, problematic, pessimistic little addict with more than a few complications and psycho habits. What's the pattern to this tragedy? Because honestly, I can't seem to find it and I'm lost inside a fit of panic. Well, I've been at it, jumping back and forth like a fucking manic rabbit. You heard correct. I do make music. Uh, it's not great. But it's there. Right, we'll see you know? about that. And <laughs> I'm I'm working on it, you know? Like I had I had dropped two albums and I was not happy with the quality of the first one. Mm-hmm. And I was not happy with the themes of the second one. Like the first one, I I still hate my voice, but I've gotten more used to it. And that first album, I did the absolute most to not sound like myself okay and then the production quality was just garbage because i had just started out i had fun with it don't get me wrong it was in the moment but like it just i wasn't happy with it and i felt embarrassed by it and then the second album the production quality was miles better but it still wasn't that great and not just that i felt like the album was way too serious like I was trying so hard to maintain like a super depressing thing. And like, as much as I love depressing music and talking about depressing topics in my music, I also kind of was like, damn, I kind of wish I had rapped about more fun stuff. So, did it did it feel kind of disingenuine or is it more so like you wish you had just put in more, you know, happy thoughts alongside depressing thoughts kind of to mix it up? Yeah, it was still genuine because, like, everything I talked about was still, like, you know, from the heart and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, I'm drinking right now, so I might burp. Go for it, dude. We don't censor anything here unless, except war crimes. So, anyways, mustard gas. Um, No, but... <laughs> Biological warfare is on the fence. We might allow it. We might. Okay. All right. Um... What was I saying? Oh, right. It, it was still genuine, the second album. But like how you said, like, I just, I definitely wish that I mixed it up a bit more. Because like, even my girlfriend, she had listened to it when it had first came out. And she was like, I like it, but the shit's sad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I didn't expect this coming from you, especially like after hearing your first album, which like even had a song about like dick extension type things. <laughs> what was it called? I don't remember. It was like. It was called like Butt Toucher 2000 or something. And it was just like, I got a small dick and 
you know, I want to make it bigger. He's like, here's extend dong or whatever. Try it out. It's the product for you. Like, that's literally the entire song. It's an ad read. (laughs) Pretty much. It was. It was a two for one, too, because like after that, I was like, want to have what she's having? Try the butt toucher 2000. Stimulate your anus, not just your hardwood. And like that was literally a line in the song. And it was just like, I miss that. That's wild. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite songs. Cause like you would just hear it and it was just, it wasn't good, but it made you laugh. I, I can see how someone hearing that and then going straight into something like as depressing as I assume something as dark as Ramona or darker based on what you're saying. Um, would be quite the transition. <laughs> be quite the transition. It was, <laughs> like, it was definitely like, darker. It's like going from Vicodin to like um, about last night. <laughs> it's like a yeah, huge transition. It it was like huge transition. It definitely was because like I think I don't know how true this is, but I have I have you know a little bit of a following, and one of uh, I mean you're verified my- on Spotify, so. I am. It's crazy. That's a open bracket, G-R-E-Y-K-R-O-W, close bracket. Ray Crow in brackets. I will make sure it's very <laughs> clear in the description. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, and I had a fan who, I guess they were like answering like random questions uh, on their like Instagram page. And one of the questions was, what's the song that made you cry? And he had a uh, are they? I think they might be non-binary. I'm not 100% sure. Shout out to them. Sorry if I get your pronouns wrong. But I'm just going with he, because last I remember he was he. Um, he had posted, like, no song really made me cry except for uh, Flowers for Johan by Grey Crow. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> that that was like, that's cool that I made you cry. I made you feel something. But at the same time, it's just like, was it really that depressing? Holy hell. Okay, so... I have not heard the first two albums. I saw your tweet saying all the rap was going to go away. Um, I assume yeah. that's what you were referring to, right? Those two albums? Yes, that's what I was referring to. Those two are gone. They are forever lost and will never be back. I mean, like, you know, like under the table, they still exist, though, right? Like, No, I've deleted most of the files. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was going to, you know. The only thing that does exist. Sorry for cutting you off. No, you're good. Is the original version of Stale Wine Ruin Lingerie, which is, I think, my latest song as of recording this. Yeah, when I Not checked to date it, it. Yeah, I saw it today when I was refreshing myself. I was like, oh, that's new. Yeah, that was on the first album, but I completely redid it. All right. Um, Because I got hit up by another person who liked my music, and they were like, yo, you weren't joking. You actually deleted everything. And it's like, yeah, like, why though? Like, it was like, we loved that song, The Stale Wine Ruined Lingerie. And I was just like, like, apparently, um, I don't want to give out too much of their story, you know, because it's their story. I don't know how how personal it is to them, mm-hmm. but it, it sounds pretty personal. Like, uh, to, according to that person, uh, shout out to them. You know who you are if you hear this. Love you. Um that song got them closer with like their friends and like people around them. And like that song meant a lot to them. Uh, and like, I, I, I just felt that I was just like, damn, you know? And it was like, you know what? Let me go ahead, 
before I delete it, take the file, upload it to SoundCloud as a private song, and then I'll send them the link. And whenever they need it, they can just hit me up and I'll send them the link. So that one still exists. All right. Man, I I feel like oh sorry. I feel like I already missed out on lore. And I mean you what? You started this journey around the time we started talking about it, right? Back in like the square streaming days. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh late last year. So like about a year from now, I think. That's what I a get for only being on Twitter. You what know was... what? No, it's okay. I'm I'm getting more onto Twitter and I feel like you and I will definitely keep more in touch on that. Well, sure, I won't miss anything going forward, but I missed a whole two albums before you, like, resurface. You're like, oh, I'm alive. By the way, here's music. I'm like, oh, this is happening. There he is. It's only been, like, yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you are going to say something before I rudely interrupted you? My bad. Uh, I was probably just going to... Oh, I was probably going to ask what the social media you were on was. Was it Instagram? I am mostly on Instagram. I am now starting to be def- a lot more active on Twitter because That's even though I don't have at. like a following there like as much, like I've noticed it's still it's different people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it pays to be on both. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not literally. I mean, in your case, it might, but not in mine. It's more so like more people might know I exist. I did make yeah. an official King's Kitchen Instagram, but clearly far dude. too late because I never, <laughs> I never. No, send that to me. I'll follow you, dude. I'll definitely like right. blast this. I'll like, I don't have a following. I'm not going to get you millions of followers or anything, but like, I'll definitely put you on like for sure. Cause I do, I do actually like your content. Like right. I said, I just, Thanks. I like to binge. So right. waiting for more episodes to come out. But like now that, you know, phase one is done. Definitely going to go through all that. Dope, dope. Um, and by now, uh, you're actually, by the time this comes out, you'd be late to the curve. It's actually going to be on streaming platforms, specifically oh. Spotify to start with. We'll see beyond that. Um, with how RSS works, I think I really only have to pay through one thing, and then I can upload it anywhere where I can upload things. So I should be able to put it in several places. But um, also, another reminder, I believe I said this last episode, the intended way to consume the content is through YouTube. You'll, if you pay attention to the fine details, you'll see why. I will give you no more than that. But um, I just have it on the other platforms for people who just want to hear the, you know, the the base vanilla content, the podcast itself, the real meat and potatoes. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm doing that. Um, not everybody has to follow the breadcrumbs left in episode zero, but that's the last time I'll mention it. Um, no, it's not. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I might have said that last episode, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how much this I even leave in. But um, Leave it all in, bro. Raw. Yeah. I just wish I started that Instagram account earlier. The reason I brought it up is it's more so like, I wish I hadn't missed this entire phase because I'm now I'm super curious and at least like the super depressing album, but now it's like, it doesn't exist anymore. So I missed out. Um, I might have some files. If you're interested, I can dig those up. Under the table. And I, I can under the table. If they do exist, I can't guarantee anything. I know some of them are gone fully. Uh, especially that first album. That first album is gone, gone. Uh, I can probably send you one thing. Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, 
No, that, that second album is not 100% gone. My song Ghosts in the Walls was originally called uh, I'm Afraid of Ghosts, and that was on the second album. It was Ooh. the first song on there. Okay. And that was like the only song that I really, really liked. I was just like, damn, I want to re-record this. Mm-hmm. So I kept the beat. I re-recorded it, mixed it better even. So like even though the production quality on it was already good, I made it better and then re-recorded it with like fresh bars. And like I think there's like a mistake or two in there, but I left it in because it just sounded good in a weird way. Okay. I didn't notice them. I might have to I might have to listen a few more times before I find the mistakes, but I did not notice them. Um but yeah, that song was on the first album. It or the second album, sorry. All right. Well, we can we can continue yeah. our dealings later behind closed doors where there are no 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 little thieves trying to get their little fingers all over the yeah, yeah. the goods. Um Maybe lock them doors and turn the lights down. <laughs> um before I forget Yes, we met um, in Square's um, streams where he'd he'd make beats. Um, that was around the same time I was in the same time zone ish area where Bill was doing his stuff. They they overlapped. Um, and oh yeah, because Square was more active with that back then. I don't think he does it too often nowadays, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think he's streamed in a while. Yeah, again, neither have I. So. You wait. You, did the other day, right? I did for a tiny bit. I was uh, making, working on my card game, and then oh, you're making a I, card I'm game. I'm doing that too. I'm making a TCG. That's also a thing. I have some right. friends helping me out on that. Uh, it's 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 fun. It's I've, fun. Dude. I love TCGs, but I've played around with it as a kid, like like drawing a few cards or whatever. But it obviously never went anywhere. I'm more so of an idea haver, not a plan. Uh, oh gosh, words today. Not a plan fulfiller, which is why I'm glad that the podcast still exists. <laughs> because it, it better keep going, homie. This is <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. But um, that's how we met. Um, I th- we only talked in the chat like once, and then like a few months later, we bumped into each other again. It was like literally like at least six months later. But then we talked on Twitter Dude, we, for a bit after the first time, I think. Yeah, I remember how it went too. We were just like, I think we just agreed on something, and it was just like, all right, we're brothers now, and that was yeah. that was it. Oh, hold mean, on, someone's at my door. Give me one second. All right. All right, I'm back. My bad. I heard some Italian speak. That was not Italian. I, 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 I knew that. <laughs> you can, <laughs> if you want, you can actually cut out the part where I was like, "Hold on, I'll be right back." Up to like now. Oh no, it's too late. You missed what I said when you got up. <laughs> what did you say? I said I'm totally not going to edit something in right here. Oh, word. <laughs> None of this. They'll um, never hear any of this. They'll only hear what I want them to hear. <laughs> fair. Okay. So jumping back into it 
uh, we had agreed on something. I don't remember what it was exactly, but it was just like, all right, we're brothers now. And then like that just kicked off the whole thing of like, we just had like our own little conversation in the chat. Like, and then I think you asked what social media I use. And that's when I had mentioned Instagram and you were like, I don't have that. I just have Twitter. I was like, all right, I have Twitter too. I don't really use it. And then it just kind of went from there. Wait, and then, am I remembering wrong? I could have sworn you made a Twitter account after that conversation. You know what? I think I did. I think I made a Twitter account. And I was just like, uh, I'll just make a Twitter account. It's like just, I, I needed to anyways. Your description was basically, I don't use Twitter. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, that's pretty fair. And you had like, um, you had a different icon back then. I think it was like a stick figure or something. Or maybe it was the same drawing. I don't quite remember. It's, it's been the same drawing since day one. Okay, fair enough. Um, Which lore on the drawing, um, I did it not hashtag not sponsored. I did it fully just by taking a picture of just nothing. So like that's about the black background mm -hmm. on Snapchat, and then I just drew on it. Well, there you go. I mean, that works. It's stupid simple, but it's such a good logo in I my mean, opinion. Yeah, as long as it's like recognizable and it's your own, then. It works like yeah personally i think of a bird when i see it and i like that so oh wait yeah oh doy <laughs> probably because it's modeled <laughs> after a bird you know sorry that could be I'm, it i i'm very mentally healthy anyway oh clearly it's not mine <laughs> anyway um yeah so we but that's the thing about exo fans or just i think just friends you meet on the internet through music specifically is you can just hit it up where you left it off like literally a year later and it's like it's just it's just happy reunions like there's no yeah. like why weren't you talking to me there's nothing it's just like oh hey how's life it's been like a year <laughs> yeah no definitely i think a lot of that also plays into the fact that like we both at least i from me and I'm pretty sure you're the same way. We understand that, like, this person has a separate life. Yeah, totally. I and, tried to... Oh, go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say is, like, there's no... There was never any bad blood. It's not like we ended it with a, oh, man, you're stupid. No, you. And, you know, it's just like we just stopped talking. And no, you. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> um, but that's just how it was. It was just like there was nothing that we had against each other we were like in my head we were still cool we just didn't yeah really keep up totally that's but that's fine you know that happens you can yeah. catch up later you'd be i mean maybe not but i feel like some people might be surprised that you can treat like real relationships like that too like in like that you know in person especially if they don't live like near you and you don't see them that often if you just if you don't make a problem there isn't one you just like maybe this is maybe this is like not a phenomenon at all like normal people function like this well, i don't know like the way my brain used to work when i was a kid it's like if somebody's not talking to me on a weekly basis they hate me and they don't want to be my friend i think this is just something i grew out of at a late age <laughs> and i'm just like hey guys did you know this is how like social things work <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i feel that though that's kind of how it was with me as a kid too and i think you just you just grow out of that like you said yeah yeah so I want to talk about your music in a little more detail, at least the music that still exists on the internet now. Um, right. You said something a little self-deprecating at the beginning I didn't agree with because I have to say, there are a lot of people 
that they hear rap music they like and they make it they're themselves and it's not necessarily good like it, that doesn't mean they should stop it means obviously keep going until you're doing something you're happy with but like you definitely do not fit in that category like uh, your stuff sounds good i mean that oh thank you i appreciate that of course I and mean, the thing is go ahead no go ahead i was just repeating myself oh like it's normally because i have such a a negative outlook on myself i would like try to argue with you or something but it's just like i literally said it like you know not too long ago where my second album and even like bits of my first album had an impact on people and i think like that's that's that means something for even itself. if it's just yeah and it's just like maybe i don't have you know thousands of followers on spotify maybe i don't have millions of views or listens or whatever it is on like apple music spotify whatever it may be but like there's devotion there right see that's the thing right people you it's really dangerous getting caught up on the numbers because every single one of those people is a person that thinks what you're doing is cool and that's awesome like just like imagine having 10 people around you that think the project you're working on is cool. That's like 50 people is 50 of those people who think what you're doing is cool. Like that's nothing to scoff at. Like I'm like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much what I have to say. Like, no, like you're completely right though. It's a matter of perspective. You look at it as a number and that number seems insignificant, but you take that number and for each single digit or whatever it is whatever like take that and turn it into an actual human being and then put that person in like your room or whatever it is you're working on like whatever location you're working in and just put it into perspective like how you said even if it's just 10 people if you're working on music or you know anything in your in your bedroom take 10 people like full body and stuff them into your room those 10 people like what you're doing and it's it's a matter of perspective yeah yeah it really it really is that was that was put a little more eloquently but i, I liked i liked that <laughs> um, that's why i'm so eloquently spoken <laughs> there you go um also um you'd said something on your twitter about um the what did you refer to it as the electronic stuff the oh um, i I make 8-bit music, like little like chip tunes and stuff. That I was happy with, so I kept that up. You're that's, talking about staying. Ghost Signal Volume 1, right? I am. Ghost Signal Volume 1. There will be more volumes to it. I plan to have at least three. I just want to work on my... Not my first rap album, but I guess your, my your... first rap album that's going to stay where it's at. It's going to continue existing. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's what I'm working on currently. Uh, trying to get another album that I'm I'm happy with, where mm-hmm. the production quality is that of my second album, but better, and the variety of it is like how it was in the first album, where I had some depressing, some fun, some goofy, some like more chill stuff. I want to have all of that. So like, yeah, this this album that I'm working on now, like, from what song did I release? Ghosts in the Walls, Forward, whatever singles I release, those will be on uh, 
this album. And the only reason the first two songs that I had dropped after are not going to be on it is just because those were kind of transitional for me, if that makes sense. They weren't like, how do I, how do I explain this? It's not that I'm not happy with them, but they were done around the same time uh, that I was getting out of the second album. I mean, this is now. I guess you like could say it's fresh. part of an era that you don't want to mix with a new one, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That would be um, yeah. Well, that's, I'm looking forward to that. But um, before I forget, I was going to highly praise Ghost Signal Volume 1 because when I, I heard all the singles and then I stumbled upon this and I'm like, excuse me? Because it just completely <laughs> was something else. And this, like, this like really took me on like like a little journey like because i mean when music is instrumental um i feel like at least for me since you're not like you're not focusing on the words your brain has like the capacity to like create a story behind it or at least like a setting around it more so right Mm -hmm. and like i just i've like i've listened through this like several times just like straight through because i just i just love how it sounds like this literally sounds like it could be a video game um, soundtrack, which <laughs> which is what one of my friends said when I shared it with them, and they also liked it. Um, I've just... I don't know what else to say, but I just really liked this a lot. I especially liked um, Zombie Funk Ultra. Um, that song was kick-ass. I love that <laughs> one. Um, I Survived Y2K, which is also, like, funny. I wonder how many people, like, today, like, our age like know actually know what that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't think too many people got that that joke or that reference i was like I just, it's super electronic too like it's so it's yeah. so perfect <laughs> um so how you were saying that that sounds like it could be a video game soundtrack that's actually the way it was structured the first song on there is juicy uh, gummy drop show drop shop i think I'm stupid. Yes. Juicy Gummy Drop Shop. (laughs) So that, take that as the intro level, the tutorial level that kind of just, before you even hit the main menu, that is what that is. That's the introduction. Sour Honey is the like the hub world slash main menu music. Graveyard Party Crasher is like the first official level. Like, you know, you're sneaking into like a certain look, not sneaking into, but you're battling your way to get into a location. Zombie Funk Ultra is like the actual location, which in my head is like a casino type deal, the casino level. Mm -hmm. Spooky Reaper is like that first major boss battle, which is the next going in order, by the way. It's that first major boss battle. And then I survived Y2K. That's where, like, it's like, okay, you found out that that first major boss battle, that was just a puppet. You need, and we make, you're making the plan to actually infiltrate the main bad guys thing, which is Froggy Apple Crunkle Bumpin'. (laughs) Or, yeah. (laughs) These are difficult to pronounce, and I made them. That is the actual, like, infiltration of the base, like, the main bad guys thing. My Inner Demon's New Ride is the, like, final boss, which is why it has so many different transitions and so many. That's that's the one that has, oh. like, the most variegation to it. Okay. Cheeseberry Waffles is that, like, semi-end where it's, like, in my head, at least, it's 
that random character that just comes in at the very end and she's like hey congratulations on defeating that boss but guess what it doesn't end there bro like there's more to do and then birth of a lonely ghost the last song of the album is that like bonus level in the credits where it's like no rest for the wicked and then that that will transition into the second or ghost signal volume two so it is structured in a certain way that is dope i didn't i mean I figured like there had to be something, there had to be some story behind this, but that was, I'm so glad we have the lore now recorded and it exists on the internet to and be referenced. this is the place where it will exist. No one else has that recorded. I've never said that before. Oh, I'm so glad we have something exclusive. You heard it here live, folks. <laughs> it is exclusive to the, the King's Kitchen for sure. Um, I have to say, and maybe this is because we're a kitchen, Cheeseberry Waffles was also on my my um, my list of favorites. And then Spooky Reaper, um, those four, the Zombie Funk Ultra, Spooky Reaper, I Survived Y2K, and Cheeseberry Waffles were definitely like my favorites off of it. But all of it like works well and flows into each other. Um, I'm glad you liked it, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm hoping that you enjoy uh, my next rap album and... Uh, after that, I will definitely be doing uh, Ghost Signal Volume 2, and hopefully you enjoy that as well. I'm sure I will. Um, but, yeah, just like I said before, um, just be like, if you're, if you're doing something you like, if you're getting into music, just keep doing it until you're happy with it. Like, you've, you've seen here with Grey Crow that he didn't keep his first two, but he also didn't give up like yeah. he's still yeah. doing stuff. He just decided, okay, that's not a direction I want to go in. And he just kind of clean slated and started over and that's completely fine. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes it's like, if you're not happy with where you're at currently, like you just need to just take a step back and start over. And it's, it's never too late to do that. Like clearly, you know, a year later and I started over. Yeah, yeah. Two whole albums later, and I start over. <laughs> <laughs> Two albums I didn't even know existed, and they're gone. So for me, it's like you really did start over. They're <laughs> just like Thanos. Yeah, no, no, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's it's fully gone, and you know, clean slate. Um, I'm kind of excited for this this next project that I'm working on because it's, it's, again, it's like. I'm actually happy with it now. I do plan on releasing more singles from it. I don't know how long this album will be, but as of right now, and if everything goes well, it could be anywhere from 15 to like 20 songs. All right. All right. It's a doozy. So it's got a lot. It'll, it'll be a doozy for sure. And then, of course, Ghost Signal Volume 2. And then and not only that, but... Uh, one of my singles that is out, uh, rip, ripping the tag off a of ma- rip the tag off a of mattress. I don't even know <laughs> the name of my own song. How how dare I? The name featuring Wicked, right? <laughs> do you do you know the reference? Yes, yeah, because like people, it's like apparently a federal offense to pull the tag off of a mattress or something, and people don't like joke about what will happen if you actually do, or is there like a deeper? Yeah. All right. There's cool. that. No, that's that's the main thing, but it's also just like from. Just just watch uh, Llamas with Hats. Oh, wait. I have watched that all the way through. I don't remember that line. It's it's in the, the boat one. I think it's like episode two or something. I might have to revisit all the um, 
that era of stuff. Like yeah, um, like Charlie. What was what was the was it Charlie Carl. the Unicorn? Is that the other one? That's yeah, that's the other one. And then there was like another one too. I think that was like really unsettling. And that yeah, I, I might be thinking of. of like really good stuff. Yeah, that stuff was crazy. Do you remember? Did you see Salad Fingers back in the day? I loved Salad Fingers. One of my homies got got me into that, and you know, it was weird for sure. Like she even told me, like, dude, this is weird. Like it's unsettling. I was just like, I can handle it. Yeah, and it I'm is like, weird. Sure enough, Rusty Spoon. But dude, um, <laughs> that's just so weird. But it's so good. But I love like post-apocalyptic stuff like that. Like the setting was just really cool, and like. I, the music I love was good too. I don't remember the music that much, but I remember it like definitely fitting, like setting the mood. Yeah, it was like just creepy. I think I remember there being music. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I remember there being like a creepy like. Oh, I'm sure there was eerie music. Music box, music box sounding stuff. Yeah, and it was like eerie as all hell. Yeah, yeah, there definitely was. There had to be. Oh, but um. What was I saying before I before I forget? So that song that I did with Wicked Tongue, uh, great rapper by the way. Shout out Wicked Tongue, all one word, all lowercase. He's great. You don't have to put him in the description, but you know I'm gonna shout him out anyways. Well, now you're challenging um, me. Okay, go for it. Uh, he does like more darker, uh, almost Suicide Boys type rap. Okay. Um. He and I, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say on it because it's still sort of in the works. But he and I are definitely planning on doing a lot more together. Uh, damn, am I allowed to say this? Listen, I always I say, like... only say as much as you're willing to be incriminated for. I think... You could always just, say just... it, check with him, and then I'll cut it out if he's not okay with it. No, nah, I don't think it. How long will it take for this episode to be out? Because I need. I, nah, episode, well, I haven't even edited 11 yet. You're good. He and I, I, I will say it, you know, whatever. He and I are planning to to start a, um, not a label of sorts, but Oh, you tweeted about this, I think, right? That was more j a joke. Oh, okay. And then... I started taking it more seriously and I was just like, maybe I should start like a label slash like collective. It's collective. I mean, obviously it works for EXO. I mean, you're basically what that would entail. Like you do stuff together and you might help each other with like the cost of putting out CDs or something, but it's not right. like a label where you like sell your soul and your rights to make music. Right. That's essentially what it is. Like we definitely, that's what we're working on. I'll, I'll say that. I think I think it's okay for me to say that, especially given certain circumstances that I will not allude to. Like, you just have to dig for it. Like, whoever's listening to this and is curious, you'll have to dig for it to find out. We love a good treasure yeah. hunt. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely there. That exists. Uh, we're working on that, and there will be a collaborative effort between Wicked Tongue and I to... Uh, do more and more music like that. But also, like, it'll have that same, like, lo-fi-ish Grey Crow touch to it. So it'll be cool. Well, I'm that excited. is exciting. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to leave this in. And if that's the case, you heard it here first. Again, we got two scoops. Two fresh scoops. Oh, yeah. No, you'll, 
you'll be able to leave that in for sure. All right, dope, dope. This is this is great stuff. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, two scoops. Two, two scoops. Scoop. Two scoops. Um, you had another collaborative effort that was pretty pretty fire. Your wife. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you're talking about the one with Ashido Brown, is it? That's right. That's not the one and only. Yeah, the one and only Ashido Brown. I'm not a hundred percent happy with my part on that song because again, it's part of a different era. Nah, it's good. It's good, but I can I respect I respect how you feel about it. Yeah, but Ashido definitely went off on that. Like he he definitely tore that shit up it was it was good i was just like oh my god that's that's why i kept it i was like i might not ha- be happy with my part but the way he just his flow and like his lyrics i was just like this needs to stay up like for sure uh, shido brown like i managed to get a song with him and it just his part is so good and i was just like i was so disappointed in my part i'm just like no this needs to happen again so you know what for my upcoming album definitely want to have him on that again i've already talked to him about it and he seems up for it so do you mind me asking how you cross paths with him um i think it was just instagram like he would do like little instagram lives and stuff and like i was one of the people that attended and like i think what was it? I had songs on uh, SoundCloud at the time. And I had just shown him, you know, I was just like, hey, do you mind me showing these to you? He's like, yeah, man, send them through. He was just nice enough to, to, you know, listen to them. And then he liked some of the stuff that I was doing. And he was like, you know what? He gave me some advice, this and that. And then this was a long time ago. This was before I even had an album. Mm. And then I just kind of like kept that. And like I kept showing up to like his lives, and then not too long ago, I was just like, dude, dude like he, I think he was talking about doing features on one of his lives, and I was like, hey, you know, like what's up? Hey yo, over so here, you down or what? Over here, Yoo-hoo. like, ekumi. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely, I hit him up, and like I showed him the beat, and I was like, are you down with this? And he liked it enough. And, you know, he's like, yeah, just do your part. That way I can kind of rebuttal off of that right, you know, right off of what you went with. And then sure enough, like he, yeah, he killed it. He definitely killed it. That is um, a letter to my future self available now on most streaming platforms. Gray Crow featuring Ashido Brown. That was really cool. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to do it again with him for sure. That's dope. And hey, if that's not validation that you're doing something right, I don't know what is. So keep that. Keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. Show that to yourself yeah, I, whenever you're doubting. For real. Uh, you're right. You're right. Damn, I never looked at it like that, actually. I honestly never looked at it as like a sense of validation. Holy hell. I mean, Damn. he had to look at your verse and say, yeah, I can work with that. So like he would have said something if he couldn't. He would have been like, that's hey, maybe true. change this thing, change that thing. But he just he went with it. Yeah, that is that is true. I never looked at it like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course, of course. Listen, we we only speak the truth here in King's Kitchen. Yes, sir. Speaking of, when are you going to hop on a beat with me? What's up? 
it when I finally commit to doing music, it'll it'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. You I've, heard it here first. You, three scoops. <laughs> three the scoops. Third scoop. Um, I am. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I am. I am in conversation with someone who is willing to work with me through the very beginning steps of production. So um definitely going to do some experimenting before I make anything I'm actually going to put out. So we'll see. We'll see. It could it could be a bit. I'm not going to front with you guys. It could be it could be a little bit. Could be this year. It'll I mean it'll probably be next year. I didn't mean this year. Next year. Um but I'm at least going to start trying some things out around the new year's time. So it won't, it won't be forever. And now I have to, because I said it on a podcast, that's how the universe works. <laughs> that is how it works. You now owe it to all of your listeners, um, present, past and future. You know what? Actually you, you get a bonus detail for, for dragging me out of the, out of the shadows here there. I do see, music in the future of the the person of king cook i do see it i see it as part of the story i'm telling so um, that's what's up should happen should happen i i will definitely look forward to working with you more because like i don't know if i said this on the podcast but like you definitely have like a uh you have like a, a voice that just works well and like i can see it working like really well with what you're doing currently the podcast and music wise like it, i feel like rap definitely like you can just hear it in certain people's voices where it's just like yeah this person would be good at this which is a little bit of you know flow or whatever like you can definitely make it work like i, I can hear it all right thing well i don't know how to judge that let alone judge myself but i appreciate that for we'll, sure. I will we, say. We'll find out. Go ahead. I do I you know, I rap things. I haven't written written anything that I've rapped yet. But um, you know, I mess around with the karaoke stuff. It exists on the internet, but I'm not making it easy for you guys anymore. You're gonna have to search for that one. But um uh yeah, if uh, I'm it it'll happen. It'll happen. I'll leave it at that. Definitely. And I'm also this for anyone out there who's listening. And even for you, who's considering going into music and now actually because you said it on a podcast has to go into music. Right. Um, when it comes to judging your own voice, take a huge like step back, I guess you could say. And forget that it's your voice. Because you're not going to like the way you sound. You're just not. I hate with a burning passion the way that I sound on anything that I do. That's why in my first album, I did the most to not sound like myself. And that's what made that album really bad. Just kind of, it's going to be tough, but you're going to have to just forget that that's you and just pretend you're listening to someone else. So the, the middle ground between being yourself and also not acknowledging that it's you. Yeah, it, it's it's rough, dude, especially like me, because I have such a negative self-image. Just like I hear anything that has my voice in it. And I'm just like, 
Ugh. Like even even this, like hearing I'm gonna end up hearing this podcast episode and I'm gonna listen to it and I'm gonna hear myself and I'm gonna be like, ugh, that's me. Listen, and I I might have said, oh go ahead, finish. No, it's just like and I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> so my advice might be different. Maybe it's just the way my brain works. I got used to it by just listening to it over and over because obviously when you're editing a podcast, say if you record for an hour and a half, you're going to be listening for a lot more than an hour and a half when you're working on it. So that got me over hearing my voice in a podcast. Um, I think I got over that by like episode one or two with the music. Like when I was messing around with like the karaoke cover stuff, I just had to keep listening to it over and over for me to get used to it. Um, And I think it helps me hear like understand how my voice sounds better because you know how like if you just exist in a world where you don't like hearing your own voice and you keep not listening to it when you do hear it you're like that doesn't sound like me if you're listening to it enough i don't know it almost sounds like it does sound like the same voice to me but i think that's just because i maybe my brain has gotten to the point where it understands okay i'm hearing this but this is what it actually sounds like but it almost sounds like the same voice to me now like I mean, I'm starting to get there. There you go. See, we get there. It's a matter of repetition, at least in my, I mean, everybody for in in the case of everything, different things work for different people. You just got to find out what yours is. Try, you know, uh, disassociating it from being you. And then also maybe try just over flooding yourself with listening to your voice. And then you're like, that exists. It is a reality. I cannot change it. That's what happened with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I think taking both of those, honestly, and combining it works. Like, that's kind of, like, just a thing. Like, I just kind of started accepting, like, okay, that's my voice. And, like, you know, having to listen to it over and over again, mix and master it, like, it's sort of the same thing where it's just like, okay. Like, but I still because of my, like, again, my negative self-image, I have to sort of disassociate from time to time, just be like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's not me, it's not me, just, it's somebody else, just try to get it to sound quality. Don't worry about it sounding too gross to you, just worry about quality. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, sometimes, sometimes when I hear myself on those karaoke covers, I'm like, you know what? I like how this sounds more than the original. Because I'm the one that did it exactly how I want it to sound. That's, that's. I mean, obviously karaoke <laughs> advice is different than making your flex. own music. No, but, that's um, still a flex. But sometimes I'm just like, I would rather listen to my own covers of this than the other, than the original. It's not necessarily because I think it sounds better, but I get this like, I don't know if cathartic's the word, um, but I get, not cathartic, maybe euphoric, I don't know. I, I get know this. What that means. I get this feeling out of recreating something well and music is like the most satisfying way. I literally have a piano to recreate music I hear, not to actually like teach myself actual like notes and chords and stuff like that. I learn enough to recreate songs I want to do, which will allow me to do like piano covers of things at some point, like not not complicated ones, but like simple ones where I sing over them. I, I, I can do a couple songs like that, just a couple. Um, but it's it's just I get this this feeling out of it, this like 
I don't know if adrenaline rush is it, but like maybe dopamine. I don't know. I like the feeling of recreating a sound, especially. So sometimes, like if I hear myself in the third person doing it, it's like, look, oh my gosh, I did it. I don't know how else to describe it, but um, maybe if you've never tried karaoke before, try doing it on your own first. And then do it in real life. Because doing it in real life, once you get, like, if you're with a group of friends you like, karaoke is so much fun. Like, <laughs> I actually got this this shock treatment the first time, though, because I did it in an actual restaurant. Um, yeah. Um, my <laughs> The friend group that introduced me to it, um, they liked tricking me into things because I was a naive little high schooler. Um, mm. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, we're going to go do this thing. And then it's, like, kind of what they said, but not entirely. So, like, yeah, we're going to this restaurant. So we walk into this store, and it's, like, a bunch of, like, like Mexican cultural food and snacks. It's, like, a convenience store. And then in the back of the convenience store is a Mexican restaurant. And in the back of the Mexican restaurant is a karaoke stage. And I was, like, what is happening? And they basically tried to trick me into doing it on my own. And they did, actually, because one of them, um, I was like, listen, I'm, I'm not going up there, and that's one of you goes, too. I know you like Riptides by Vance Joy. We're doing this. And he said, okay. And then we get up there. The music starts, right? The, mu- the singing doesn't start. The music starts. And he says, I have a confession to make. I say, what? He says, I only know the chorus. <laughs> mm. So I just had to go for it. It was just me in front of a group of strangers. Just a complete shock treatment, shock therapy, and um, it like at first it was nerve wracking. Like there was a video, um, and like I I was like nervously like you know like you like tap your foot. I was kind of doing that, um, but the crowd ended up like clapping along, and it just turned into something fun. And I was like, this is great. Like I love this, and now I love doing karaoke. <laughs> Dude, we gotta, you know what? I know you and I live in two completely different time zones, so we probably live hella far apart, but I'm, I, I gotta do that with you one day. Bro, someday, yeah. Once I'm like, a f- I have like a fully functioning, very adulty life, I will be able to plan things like such and make them happen. Same. <laughs> Same. Because I'm right there with you. I, I, you know, legally, I am an adult, but uh physically uh or at least not necessarily physically but like around me the situations around me are not very adult ish just yet that's fair that's Um, fair but hey you know what hopefully the music shit kicks off um because apparently i somehow have fans it's crazy but i do and you know, hopefully I'll be able to perform live shows. I know it's going to be an absolutely terrifying experience, but if I perform a live show and it just so happens to be in your area, I will definitely hit you up, dude. And be like, yo, come through. Definitely. Let's do some karaoke. If it's anywhere on the East Coast, it'll be worth letting me know. I will. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll talk Push about out. it when the time comes. Which hopefully soon. Yeah, that'd be dope. Sooner the better. I mean, not for Absolutely. my situation, but, like, the sooner the better that you blow up. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. No, even the sooner the better for you as well, that hopefully oh, you, know, of course. you also get more traction. 
I'm just like, a pessimist with how how long I think it'll take for my life to get where I I think it needs to be before I can do certain things. But you know, well, it, every all things come in due time. Right, right, and like I can't argue with you on that pessimistic outlook because I'm sort of the same way. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> Could have um, fooled me. But like over time you just sort of learn to just be like all right being pessimistic it's not gonna it's not been helping me at all so you know what even if it's yeah even if it's just complete bull i'm gonna tell myself or it feels like complete bull i'm gonna tell myself in the mirror you're gonna make it big one day and you gotta point at yourself and like poke your own chest in the mirror even though you're kind of poking your own finger but you get what i'm saying and you gotta like slap yourself around a little bit yeah you gotta slap yourself around a little like it it sounds weird but like that's what helped me out just being like fully physical with myself and just being like no stop being like this knock some sense into yourself you really do have to like you really do and you know what if you can't do that find a homie that supports you that will do it for you that will slap the taste out of your mouth and get you to like yourself a tiny bit more get yourself a kevin malone that's all i'm saying yeah exactly you know what i'm talking about right oh oh that burp came out a little nastier but yes i know who you're talking about good because i i wish i i Everyone needs a Kevin Malone in their life. They do. They really do. It's no, like it really like that's the thing. Like you say that and it's almost like a joke. But it's it's fully true. He keeps it, it honest really when he has to, but like also when you do something cool, I mean, yeah, he's on he's honest. And he hypes yeah. you up when you do something cool. Yeah, exactly. You need that. And sometimes if you don't have that, you got to be your own Kevin Malone. You gotta be the. This is the. This is the takeaway from this podcast. Be your own Kevin Malone. Yeah, honestly, yes. Just fully a hundred percent. If you're doing something, you know, you'll. If you love what you're doing, even if it doesn't sound good to you right now, it'll get better. Just commit. You're. Just don't give up. Yeah. Just commit to it like even yourself i don't know if you said this on the podcast or while we were testing it but like your audio quality has improved yes partially from software partially from just getting an actual mic there you go and like that's that's sometimes all it takes man sometimes it's a small step but like you add those small steps together and I'm sure that, like, by the time you hit episode, like, 20 or 25 and 30, like, it's just going to keep improving. I hope so. Well, we're always going to keep that analog-ish sound. We like sounding a little low-fidelic here. but um, Absolutely. But, you know, overall quality, that is the plan to get better, hopefully. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, lo-fi itself, it's... It's a really cool and like interesting dance between having quality and the lack thereof. Like that lo-fi sound, like that's the that's the cool part about lo-fi because it's like it sounds bad in the name, you know, it's supposed to, low fidelity, but it sounds good. 
Oh, yeah. Gosh, there was... Gosh, when I was in community college, there was a time of my life where lo-fi was like a crutch. <laughs> like, like I listened to so much lo-fi. Like, I have a playlist that whenever I turn it on, I immediately, like, transport back to, like, the nights that I spent taking the bus to and from, like, calculus on my campus. Because, like, I had, like, a late-night class. And, like, I'd stay there all day, and then afterwards I'd take my class, and then I'd take the bus home in the dark afterwards. Like, when I hear that playlist, it literally just transports me back. Lo-Fi has, like, this amazing ability to just fit the, like, if the mood, I don't know, it just, it just, it melds to whatever mood you attribute to it. Usually it's right. melancholy, which most of mine were, um, but it lo- lo-fi is just something else. There's nothing quite like it. Right. No, fully, fully agree to that. And, like, aside from that melancholy I feel like lo-fi also contributes to a sense of of peace cuz like yeah you were listening to that and maybe in that moment you weren't exactly feeling the best but that emotion that the lo-fi shares with you uh well maybe this isn't the case for you but at least for me it sort of helps you feel less alone because the music itself is like it matches and it's like okay this music, this sound, it understands me. And you find peace in that. I think, yeah, I think it is something like that. For me, any music that, um, and for some people, this is unhealthy. I, a lot of people don't share this trait with me. I'm sure a lot of people do, though, where exhausting the emotion is sometimes a healthy way to like deal with it. Like if you're really. I don't know, if you're really angry about something and you listen to, like, Linkin Park then for a while and just, like, like not ignore the emotions, just, like, let them happen, then, like, I don't know, it kind of lets you get to, like, a point of entry where it's like, okay, I'm acknowledging that I feel that and that's that. And it just kind of, like, it doesn't disappear, per se, but it just kind of mellows out. And lo-fi yeah. is really good for that with, like, especially, like, depressing moods <laughs> it's almost like oh, like you yeah. said like the music understands you it's like this like some like a person behind this made this thing and it just it feels very attached to the emotion i'm feeling and it's like it's helping me express it almost exactly it's it's sort of doing like some of the work for you when it comes to like how you said acceptance it's it's helping you get through that and maybe music isn't like that for everyone but from what i can tell it's sort of the same thing for both both you and i where it's like it is that like weird sort of secondhand expression of what you're currently going through yeah yeah it's like it's beautiful it really is music is music's great dude that's why i got like so into it and that's (laughs) here i am doing music now yeah my gosh there was a time of my life where Looking back, I'm just like, how was his palette of music so small? <laughs> I listened to what was on the radio, and beyond that, it was just Owl City's one album that Fireflies was on, and like some Imagine Dragons. But like beyond that, it was just like, what's on the radio? And there's nothing wrong with music that's on the radio. I found 
one of my favorite artists who's not like a mainstream artist, John Bellion, through the radio. Um, I like AJR. I found them through the radio. They're, um, I mean, I have mixed feelings about <laughs> their progression. It just kind of seems like a flat line sometimes. <laughs> but um, I do like them as a, as like a general basis. Um, um, but yeah, just now, I don't know what it was. I think it was this this one summer... Um, this was actually like, this was when it happened. Like my quote unquote, like musical transformation was, um, my, my supervisor, um, for the, the crew I was on, he made a playlist for the crew. We were all in high school. He was an adult. Um, and he, he made a playlist that, all right, everyone can add their music to it. And I didn't necessarily like all the stuff I heard from other people, but like, it definitely like taught me to uh, find like, find appreciation in other types of music at the very least like like I listened for things that I liked in it and not just that oh I don't listen to this genre therefore I don't care I like actually was like okay let's listen for like things I can appreciate in it like I can see what they're going for in this song even if I don't necessarily vibe with it that much and it, it makes listen it makes list it it makes finding new music more successful, I think. <laughs> that was also when I downloaded Spotify and just went full send um, and never came back. And even it's though... A wonderful feeling, though. Even though Spotify's... Um, I've heard is and read they're a little shady with compensating their artists. I cannot <laughs> give up. It is a drug, and I am addicted to it. Um... Spotify, when it comes to compensating artists, me being someone who is an artist on Spotify, um, I'm just happy that I get the chance to be on such a big platform. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice if we got compensated a little bit more. I will say it's like, I think every four listens that you get, four to five, Maybe six even. It's like a single penny. That's better than what I heard. I'll put it like that. <laughs> no, because like I've I've sort of almost proven it because I've looked at like how many listens I had like from day one to what I currently have, and I was just like, okay, yeah, it's like, it's like a cent. I think no, I think back then when Spotify first kind of started, like this is new. The whole like every listen is like a fifth to a sixth of a cent. Mm. This is sort of new. Because before I started, I know it was like every listen is like a 20th of a cent or something like that. Oh, well. And now, because like, I think when I had roughly 4,000 total listens or streams, I had about like, eleven dollars or so and like i kind of did the math it was a little off but like yeah it it sort of rounded out like if i rounded it up every four listens was like a penny okay all right well that's that's sort of excluding um apple music title all that other stuff amazon music Mm -hmm. uh, because i mainly promote my spotify not really my apple music so much i am on apple music but like I don't really promote it because I myself don't have it. Fair enough. 
but like yeah from from that it was like 11 12 bucks or so and i was just like all right so it's roughly in that ballpark yeah i mean one good thing about spotify is that they in in theory and in design they're there's that should help new artists be found like if you listen to any kind of music like similar to something like a new artist is making it should in theory recommend them um to to someone so it could be helpful also it's just a platform so many people listen to that it's like if you if you tell someone yeah i'm on bandcamp if you don't already use bandcamp what are the odds you're gonna go download it to like listen to you right so like being able to exist in a space that a lot of people already use is like a privilege in and of itself i would say oh yeah definitely even though again might not be the best place to get paid per se but like i think yeah i think actually i've checked like some of my statistics on like spotify and like you can kind of check where people listen from and i think like 31 percent of my streams which isn't a lot because i don't have a whole lot of streams but like a good like third of my streams come from like spotify's own algorithm well let's see it's where it's doing something that's good it's it is doing something so maybe the compensation isn't necessarily in terms of money but in terms of like at least a little bit of exposure and the great thing about it too if you're not entirely in it for like the money that's oh, that means right yeah too. yeah and that's that's how i am like don't get me wrong getting paid great love getting paid but i don't know also it kind of sucks yeah sometimes it does honestly like imagine working and then getting paid sucks. <laughs> yeah okay what world are you living in i know exactly but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like i i actually like when people it doesn't happen terribly often but i do like the more genuine connections versus uh the cash i guess like i, I like yeah that, you know people hit me up and be like yo i i, I like your music and yeah. stuff and like it just feels good it's like yeah i'm doing something and people are actually digging with digging it you're, you're always gonna have your haters of course not too long ago i actually posted a little video i had i was getting sick and my voice is already starting to go but i was like okay let me post this before my voice just completely goes um i posted a video of me rapping and i had asked for advice i was like should i put more energy into it should i put less and some dude <laughs> said that it sounded like trash because i sounded i was rapping like an over feminine girl and i'm just like that's your only reason like in my head i didn't really respond i'm like that's your only reason why i sound like trash i'm like dude that's my voice i can't do anything about that yeah see that's another that thing like, with like your own voice is guess what everyone has different opinions there might be people who don't like your voice i've met people and i've just thought in my head wow i don't like your voice that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep going some people just aren't going to like right. imagine if you let that go to your head like maybe you did but like imagine if it let you really let it get in your head right right no i fortunately for me i took that and was like okay i'm definitely not taking your advice because the only reason you told me to put less energy into it is because you think i sound like a girl which by the way not exactly a a bad thing because it's just like 
okay. There's plenty of girls that are out there that are like really good at rapping. I'm not going to shout anybody out because like they're not currently here or anything like that. And I don't want to shout out too many people. Mm. But like I've heard, you know, people who are uh, girls, I've heard people that are non-binary do like music and stuff. And it's just like their voice is definitely a little different. Probably not where you're used to, but it works. Like it's it's there and it like it works so much like, all right i'm not taking your advice my guy so thanks for your comment i guess yeah and it was funny too it was sweet because another complete stranger came in and was just like man fuck you leave him alone stop hating i was just like yeah get him yeah there you go see <laughs> yeah but um moral of this entire episode is don't give up just because it gets hard or you don't like how one thing you did sounded or how it turned out just keep trying until it works because you'll be much like if you're gonna if if it doesn't work out are you gonna do you want to look back and think i tried as best as i could or do you want to look back and think wow i gave up before i even had a chance to see if it would work because you're gonna it's gonna be one of those two things or it's gonna be the third scenario is it works out and you're happy with it which can look different depending on what it is yeah yeah absolutely hopefully it is that third scenario for you know whoever wants to get into it you know that's the only thing i can really hope for for other people more likely than not if it's something you're going to put time and energy into and be willing to learn from others about and experiment with it's going to work out yeah absolutely i'm I'm slowly starting to like my own voice so you know i'm just going with it which by the way even though that person said low energy i decided to go full opposite and just like i'm gonna put more energy into it i'm gonna sound more like a female screw it well (laughs) there you go um so um king's kitchen is officially taking all the credit for you coming to terms with your own voice um we already had talked to our lawyers you can try to lawyer up if you want but good luck um i accept your challenge i'll see you in court all right my no lawyer feelings, though, right? will be in touch oh of course not this is not personal yeah, okay. this is just this is about the money yeah, it's strictly business. Uh, I completely understand. Um, but yeah, dude, I'll, I'll see you in court and, you know, uh, we'll grab lunch after. Um, I might cuss at you in court, but like, you know. But we'll, we'll hug it out, though. We'll hug it out. Yeah, we'll hug it out off, off camera and stuff. We'll hug it out for sure. Maybe yeah. kiss even. I don't know. Hold I mean, maybe kiss? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was a pleasure having you. This was a great conversation. We are really starting off phase two strong. So I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Like this is going to go down in history. Yeah, man. We sure. got so many scoops. We have the legal rights to you liking your voice. Like, oh. <laughs> we're gonna. I mean, we're, again, well, you have it as of now, but we'll as see how now. the court date goes. Yeah, lawyer up. Um, for sure. But thank you for coming on. It, it was a pleasure. Dude, thanks for having me. I I really appreciate it. It was it was it was cool. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely went into it a little nervous, but after those few test runs, you know, went a little. See, definitely calmed down. There's just something about my energy that makes people realize this is just a conversation. It it really is, and that's what helps out a lot. And I appreciate that about you, man. Thanks. I didn't even really feel that when I said it, but then you validated it, so I guess it's true now. <laughs> No, it's true. It's it's true. Like you have that voice, dude. You got you got it, bro. Like you really do. Maybe I'll start exploring this power. Um, if you're gonna abuse it, only abuse it a little bit, and then let me know if you make profit off of it. Because I gave you the idea, I sort of have the legal rights to oh, you gosh. abusing your power. 
Um, uh, well, you know, we'll talk about this. Maybe we can settle things. Um, no, I think we're going to have to lawyer up on that one as well. That's going to be a different court date. But again, you know, no hard feelings. We're going to have to hug it out. Maybe, maybe QS. We're cool. Um, a little bit. Um, we have to use tongue, though. Otherwise, it's uh, gay. Um, goodbye. <laughs>